Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. I dropped by today because I wanted to talk about 10 ways the devil delays us. Just, of course, there's more, but I just want to talk about the 10. I want to talk about 10 ways that the devil delay. I want to talk about the devil's delays. <laughs> Have the devil delayed you? Well, we're going to get into this story here in just a minute. Um, and thank you guys again for joining in. Again, this is Dr. Pearlie Myra, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Thank you for joining on my podcast. Um, but you know, guys, we're getting ready to pray before we do anything else. Okay. So Father, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. You said we're two or three are Join together. There you are, Lord God. Reveal to us. Give us a rhema word, Father. We come before you with a humble heart, with hungry hearts that thirst after righteousness, Father. And we ask that you fill us, Father. We thank you for a rhema word, Father. And we ask you for your wisdom to show us how to do what we know. And Father, I ask that you anoint my lips of clay as I begin to speak. And I yield my members to you, Father God. Therefore, I, I'm, I'm, you said whoever we yield our members to, that's who we servant to. So, Father God, I yield myself to you. I yield my members to you. I say, use my voice, use my mind, use my body. Father God, use my lips to say what you want to say. I yield myself. I surrender. And I say, yes, Lord, to what you say. I say, yes, Lord, to what you want. I say, yes, Lord, to what you will. And Father God, we just give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in advance for your rhema word in Jesus' name. Yes, you guys. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to talk about the devil, the devil's delay. <laughs> of course, we're going to, we can't talk about that. We're coming out of numbers, the book of numbers. So if you guys got your Bible or please take notes, um, we're going to talk about numbers 13 and one. We're going to talk about 10 ways. We're just going to talk about 10 of the ways. This, there's more ways, but I got, I found 10 ways out of this story about the children of Israel. Of course, when the Lord had uh, told Moses uh, that, that to send the people into uh, to Canaan to spy out the land. Okay, so we're gonna start with um, ten ways the devil the devil can the, the delays us. Okay, Numbers thirteen and one says the Lord spoke to Moses saying, "Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the people of Israel." From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, every one a chief amongst them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the command of the Lord. All of them, all of them men, okay, uh, according to the Lord. So here we see that here the Lord told him, he said, these are leaders. I want you to know that these are leaders. The Lord said uh, he wanted them to, um, uh, they're leaders. They're leaders, they're chief, they're chief leaders. He said, from each tribe of, of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a chief amongst them. These are leaders. So the Lord sent in leaders, okay, pastors, preachers, teachers, leaders. He sent leaders in to spy out the land. These were just not ordinary people. These were people who were real, well-versed, well-hearsed. Uh, the people that Moses had appointed by the Lord to be leaders. So these were leaders. They they weren't just, uh, you know, saints. They were leaders. Okay. So um, here I'm going to talk to you about how the number one, one of the ways that the Lord will, uh, the devil, one of the, de the devil's delay tactics, he will use leaders. <laughs> he will use leaders to delay you. 
And as we get in further, we're getting ready to see it. We're going to go drop down to Matthew um, Numbers 13, 25. Okay, so he's already chosen the leaders. The Lord already told Moses, you know, uh, that th- this was the land that he was going to give the people. And so he done picked the leaders. So these are the leaders that's going in to help spy out the land. Okay, we're going to jump down to Numbers 13, 25. Read the whole chapter of Numbers. I'm just doing this for time's sake. Okay, at the end of the 40 days, uh, they returned. These leaders that Moses had chosen, the the chiefs amongst the people, um, they had returned from spying out the land. And they came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregation of the people of Israel in the wilderness of power at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him, we came to the land to which you sent us. It's flowing with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. You know, it's just like you said, the land is flowing with milk and honey. Just, you know, it's just like the God, God has said, and here's the fruit. Here's the proof. These are the 10. These are the chief leaders that's bringing back this report to Moses, right? Numbers 1325. Okay. So, uh, um, so they saw that it was fruitful. They saw it was a fruitful place. They they realized it was in a barren place. It was flowing with milk and honey. It was a place where they could prosper. It was a place where they could grow. Um, it was their promised land. It was just like God had told Moses. And and uh, and uh, it was a place of prosperity. It was a it was a good place. So the 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 leaders themselves, the chief leaders, the ones that had would have the influence over the people. Um, they saw this with their physical eye. Um, and and so um, we're going to go on a little bit further. We're going to go down to 28. However, okay, so so he, here we go. Now we're we finna mess up, okay? We done, they done spoke the word of faith. They done said what God said. Yes, it's, it's, it's a land flowing with uh, milk and honey. They done gave the good report. That was good. They was coming along good. Okay, but, but how many of you know there's no buts and howevers in God? When you see but and however, just look for doubt, okay? Because doubt is getting ready to come in. So here on verse uh, Numbers um, 13, 28, it says, However, the people who dwell in the land are strong. Uh-oh. And the cities are fortitude and very large. And besides, and besides all of that, you know, we saw the descendants of Anak there. They're giants, <laughs> They're talking about the giants in the land, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the Negads, the Hittites, the Jebusites and Amorites. They dwell in the hill country and the Canaanites dwell by the sea along the Jordan. Now here they're telling us, listen here. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I believe that I can do everything that God said I can do. I believe that, you know, one day I can be that scientist, that doctor, that that Arthur, that a business leader, um, whatever. I don't know whatever it is that God has told you to do because you already know that I'm going to bring it right here in today's world because a lot of people don't know what does the word have to do with my life today. So I'm going to bring it to you right here because Ecclesiastes tell us there's nothing new under the sun, right? What uh, What's going on now has already been done, okay? The situation and circumstances may be different, but the spirits and the demons that's in operation is still the same. <laughs> that's why there's nothing new under the sun because the devil can't come up with anything new. He's not a creator of anything. He takes what's been created and perverts it. Okay. So here he is using the same tactic. Uh, we're going to bring it into today's society so we can apply it to our everyday life. So here it is. So God had already given you a promise. He's already told you to write the book. He's already told you to start the business. He already told you whatever it was he's told you. 
He already said that he was going to cause it to happen for you. He told them, he said, uh, take, go let me spy out the land that I'm going to give them. The land is flowing with milk and honey. He had already told them that it was theirs, right? He, uh, basically, all he's saying is, I've given it to you. Everything that I put in you, those good desires, those ideas, those witty inventions, I put it inside of you. I'm going to do what I put inside of you. Why give you a desire, a passion, a call and not grace you to be able to do what he put inside of you? That would not be fair. That would be a conflict of interest. <laughs> he would call, It would cause you to be a conflict within yourself. I want to be able to, I want to do what God wants me to do, but I don't have the ability to do it. The devil is a liar. Don't let your can'ts keep you from what you can. I did a, a podcast on that. Go back and listen to that. Don't let your can'ts keep you from your cans. Okay, so here we go. We're moving into doubt. Uh, however, the people who dwell there, they're giants. Okay, so here we see that um, the first thing we understand is that these are leaders, right? So the devil can use leaders to delay to, to, to delay you. Right. To keep you from being able to do what God say do, because these are leaders and they're coming back with this evil report. Right. So it's going to cause the people to become discouraged. And then here we see here in this in, in the same uh, in these same chapters, uh, 25 to 28. Now they're instilling fear in the people by telling them about the giants, how all the giants and things are uh, in the land. So, you know, the devil's uh, tactic number two is he uses, he used fear here. He's using fear. He's using fear and intimidation, which is the same. He's using fear to intimidate the people, to discourage the people. Now, these are leaders. These are leaders. These are chief leaders amongst the people. And they're coming back with this evil report telling the devil is using them to tell this is this is delaying them. This is the devil's delay. This is the devil's delay tactics to keep these people from inheriting on uh, doing what God has asked them to do the same way with us, the devil. What is your delay tactic? What ta tactic, what demonic tactic is the devil uh, using to keep you from doing what God is telling you to do? What lie has the devil told you to make you believe that the word of God is not true? This is what's going on here. The devil is trying to get them to believe another narrative. He's trying to steal the word of God out of them. God has already told them that the earth is the Lord in the fullness thereof. He's already told us this. He's already told us that we're more than a conqueror. He's already told us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He's already told us greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. The spirit of the living God, my spirit, my, your body is my temple and my spirit that's on the inside of you is greater than the spirit that's uh, that antichrist spirit that's operating in the world. He's already told us this. We're fully equipped. We have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have everything that pertains to both life and godliness. So what devil demonic attack, what hindering spirit has the devil sent on assignment to hinder you? What is the demonic delay that's delaying you? What is the devil delay tactic? What tactic is he using to delay you? We're finna find out. So we said the tactic number one is he can use leaders to delay you because it's so important that the people you hang around and the, the church that you sit up under, the teaching that you get, that they're teaching faith. Because we know that without faith, it's impossible to please God. You need to sit up under someone who's telling you what you can do. It's not the obstacles aren't going to come. It's not the tribulations aren't going to come. But we need to know who we are 
in Christ. Because when we don't know who we are in Christ, everything is going to seem impossible. We need to be sitting somewhere where they're teaching us who we are in Christ. You cannot walk in the newness of life without knowing your new identity in Christ. On that note, I'm going to tell you guys, drop in on Amazon and pick up my Bible study guide, understanding your new identity in Christ Jesus. It's a little workbook. It's 25 pages long. Okay. So I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm trying to stick with this here. So here we have the leaders. The devil used the leaders to delay them. Then, then he used fear. Uh, he used the spirit of fear which the, uh, you know, to delay them. We know that second Timothy one and seven tells us for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love and a sound mind. I want you to read and understand that fear is a spirit because he said he's not given us the spirit of fear. So when we understand that fear is a spirit, we will get on the, the, the um, we'll get on the offense. We'll be, you know, we'll stand against it. We have to resist fear. We cannot couple with it. We cannot walk in agreement with that spirit. We have to call it what it is. It's a spirit. It's not okay for me to be afraid. It's not okay for me to be ashamed. It's not okay for me to feel shy because shy is fear. Come on now. He's just trying to dress it up in another word, but let's just call it what it is. It's, it's, it's fear. It's not just anxiety, but one of the many anxiety is fear. It's fear. And this spirit is a spirit that's sent on assignment to hinder us, to call us to, to delay our God-given purpose and our God-given destiny. So here we see the devil is using fear as a delay tactic to try to keep the children of Israel, to try to keep them from their promised land, to try to keep us from our God-given purpose. It's the same tactic. He's using the same thing with us. So he used the leaders. He used the spirit of fear by telling them that they, that about the giants that's in the land, by giving them this evil report. That was an evil report. It, it, it caused the people to become afraid. They was intimidated by the people. They was, uh, they was intimidated by their stature, their size, by their reputation. Um, they had forgotten about God being with them. All they could see was what was in front of them. All they could see was, was with their natural eyes. They was not believing with their heart. They have forgot all about God. It's a heart condition. How many of you know, I'm trying to stick with this here, but the way we receive the word, the condition of our heart determines how we receive the word of God. Go to the parable of the sword, and it's going to help you to understand the type of heart that they had. This is why they could not believe. It was not good ground. They did not have a good ground. They had like wayside soil. Every time God would do something for them, they would rejoice and be happy. But soon as an, uh, because of the cares of the world and the tribulations and things like that, they would instantly go back to complaining because the condition of their heart was not a good ground. It wasn't good ground. That's why uh, that's why they kept acting the way they were acting. What's the condition of your heart? I believe it's the parable of the sore. I don't know if it's Mark four or it's somewhere in there, the parable of the uh, sword. When you get a chance, go in there and read that. And then you're going to have a better understanding of why the children of Israel were the way they were. And it's going to give us an understanding of why we're the way we are. Why it's so hard for us to believe the word of God. One minute we're testifying about God's good goodness. Uh, but then the next minute, the, something bad happened. And we don't forgot all about that testimony. We don't forgot about how God paid the bills last time. Now we're afraid because this bill is due. Well, what about the same God that did it back then is the same God that'll do it again. The, the, we, he healed us back then. So you saying he can't heal me now? Oh, by Jesus stripes, we used to be healed. So we're not healed anymore. Come on now. Um, that The devil, the condition of our heart determines how we receive the word of God. 
So we have fear in our heart. We need to go in there and uproot that with the word of God. Find out what the word of God says about fear. One thing we know is that God didn't give it to us. God is telling us constantly over and over like 360 sometimes, fear not, I'm with you, fear not. That's almost every day of the year. The Lord is saying, fear not, I'm with you. And as born again believers, not only is God with us, but the spirit of the living God is on the inside of us. The word of God tells us that God is a present help in time of trouble. He had already told them. He had already given you the vision. He said, write it out. You got your vision board, write it out. This is what I'm going to do for you. This is what I'm going to give you. But then the obstacles, the devil bring his hindering spirits, his, his delays. It's the devil delays that's causing people to not be able to press in and to possess the promised land. So here they was intimidated by the people. Well, the word of God tells us, right, that it's the fear of man that causes a snare. Proverbs 29, 25 tells us the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. So here they're afraid because the Jebusites, the, Hitt the Hittites, the, um, the Amalekites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, and then Anak, they, they were there. The, all these giants and the Canaanites, all this was in this. They were all possessing the place of their promise. Now, do you really think um, that the Lord is going to, uh, the devil's going to sit back and just let you uh, go and get it? It's already ours. God has already given it to us. You just have to go in and possess it. You know, it's just like a will. If someone die and leave you with a will, you have to go in as the executor of the estate and do the paperwork so you, so you can possess whatever it was that they left behind for you. You have to go and claim it, right? It's God. We want God to do. God has already made the way. It's yours. But we are afraid to step into it because, you know, we're looking at, well, I can't do it because I got this heart condition or I can't do it because of I don't know what's your high ever. What's your but? You say, yeah, I believe God, but we believe God. However, you know, yeah, it, it, it was just like he said. I mean, you know, yeah, I believe I can pass the test. Yes, I believe I can write the book. Yes, I believe I can start the business. But however, what's your, whatever your however is, that's your hindrance. That's the devil trying to delay you. Find out which was your can'ts. Find out what's your how, however's. They saying, yeah, it, it, I, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but... <laughs> How many of you know there's no buts in God? We either believe him or we don't. We're going to have to take God at the word. But here they was intimidated by their statue. These are the leaders now. These are the leaders. These are the chief leaders amongst the people coming back, giving this evil report. Um, the devil, he was using, uh, uh, but now let's go to uh, verse 30. Okay. It says, but Caleb, Caleb, uh, quiet the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. You know, later we're going to learn in Numbers 14, 24, the Bible said, but Caleb, he had a different spirit. You know, Caleb, he loved the Lord. He trusted the Lord and loved him with all his heart. He had a different spirit. Out of out of 12 of them, Caleb come back and say, look here, but we're, we're, he, he calmed the people down because the leaders, had, the, those leaders who did not have faith, who wasn't preaching faith, who didn't teach faith, who didn't live by faith, who didn't really trust God. They knew the word of God. There's no condemnation. You know, there's no condemnation, but this, I'm trying to get you to understand how important it is, what type of leadership you set up under and who, who you listen to. You can't 
just be sitting and listening to anything and anybody. They have to be speaking the unadulterated word of God. There can be God's word. In other words, has got to be our absolute truth. There is no buts in God. Like Caleb, I have a different spirit. There is no buts in God. If God said it for me, that's if you want to shut me down, just show me in the word. And that's it for me because God's word is my absolute truth. He already told them. He already told them in the beginning. He said, Moses, send them in. This is the land I'm giving them. This is the land. Go, let them go in and spy it out. It wasn't so they can go and see and not believe. It's just that God is a God of strategy. Even before we go to war, we send spies in to see where stuff is. It's, it's a strategy. God is a, he is the most strategic God. He is very wise. They was going to need a plan to go in. That was a purpose. It wasn't so they could be afraid because he had already told them that he was going to give it to you. He already told you that it was yours. He said, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He already said, I, I'm your Jehovah Jireh. I'm your provider because I, the Lord is because I'm your shepherd. You don't have to want that. If you seek first the kingdom of God, I'm going to give you all these natural things that you need, because I already know what you have need of before you even know what you have need of. How many of you know that God did not create us for failure? He did not set us up for failure. OK, I'm going to see if I can get to get through this. So the devil used intimidation. He used the fear of man as a delay tactic. So the devil will use doubt and fear to intimidate people. He used it as a delayed attack. He used the fear of man to delay the children of Israel. He used the fear of people to ensnare us. Um, uh, uh, well, they, I'm intimidated by them. I mean, they've been preaching for 40 years. I just started. Uh, or what the people going to think? The fear of man causes a snare. I remember when I was in college, I wouldn't even read my own paper. I mean, I'm talking about my paper. Because if you read your paper in front of the class, you know, you get an extra grade. I let the extra grade pass because of the fear of man. I didn't want, I was afraid. And that's what it was. It's not shy. I like to just call it what it is because the devil likes to hide behind words. Okay. I was afraid to stand in front of people to read my own paper. The devil had me gripped. I was ensnared. The fear of man caused a snare. I was afraid to stand in people to read my own paper. And it kept me from getting an extra grade because I was afraid. That's what it is. I wasn't shy. I was afraid. But thank God for deliverance because I ain't afraid no more because I have confidence in God's love now. I understand how much God loves me because perfect love casts out fear. And when we have confidence in God's love for us, Fear would have no place in us. See, it's not about trying to get over the fear. It's about having faith in God's love for you because perfect love cast out fear. And when the Lord gave me that revelation that God, perfect love, that God loves me, when I got the revelation of how much God loved me, that's when fear had to leave me because perfect love cast out fear. Have faith and confidence in God's love for you and fear will have no place in you. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go on. So he used fear. He used the fear of man. The devil will use media, your friends, the crowd, the naysayers, all of those to deny you what looks to be because it looks to be the majority because it looks like everyone is doing it. It must be 
true because everyone was saying it. It must be true because it was more saying that they couldn't possess the land as it was. And it was, you know, it was only two of them saying, Caleb was saying, we can take it. But he had more. It was, it looked like it was more against them. You know, the majority was saying, you got to take the shot. Uh, 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 oops. Yep. Yeah, I said it. Um, but, 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 but because it looked like more people, it made it look like it was true because you had more people saying it. But the truth of the matter is, it's not the majority. God is always the majority. And it's not, everybody's not saying it. It's just that the people that, the, the place that you're getting your source of information, the media, that's all they're showing. They're not really showing a whole lot about the people that's not doing it. They're showing the majority of the people that is doing it. It depends on what station you look at. I'm not trying to get into all that, but I'm just saying everybody is not doing it. It might just be the people you hanging around. So sometimes you got to hang, change your people you hanging around because everybody is not fornicate. fornicate. Yes, I said it. Oops, I said it. Everybody's not lying, cheating, stealing. Yep, I said it. It's just if, if, if your if your mindset is that everybody is doing it, then you need to change your source of information. You may need to change your source of friends. You may need to change um, what you're watching on TV. The I don't know because see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And somewhere the devil has set up a mindset stronghold to make you think it must be true because everybody else is saying it. I mean, everybody was saying that we can't do this. We can't possess this land because we got the Jebusites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Anaks. We got all these, I mean, all these reputable people. I mean, these giants are in the land. They're bigger than us. They're better than us. They're stronger than us. We can't do this. So you have more people saying that you couldn't do it than you did. But God was the majority because God said you could. Sometimes you may have to stand alone. But really, you're not standing alone because God is the majority. If God said you can, it don't matter what your mom and daddy say. It don't matter what nobody said. If God said you can be a doctor, you can be a doctor. If God said you can be a lawyer, you can. it doesn't matter what the teacher said. It doesn't matter what anyone said. The, God's word must be our absolute truth. If he has put a promise in your heart, he will surely help you to come to pass. Those a vision may tarry, wait on it. For it shall surely come to pass. Whatever, just follow the Lord's strategic plan. God is a God of strategy. And he's showing us through this story. So he had him. He didn't just have him to go in. He said, let him go in and spy the land first. Because he had a plan. He had a strategic way in which he was going to deliver the people. Which he was going to give them the land. Wait on the Lord's strategy. Seek him. Ask him for his wisdom. So you can possess whatever it is that he has told you that you can have. So the devil was using fear to delay the people. But we said Proverbs 29, 25 says uh, the fear of man causes a snare. But when the devil tries to intimidate you by what, what, uh, what it looks like, when he tries to intimidate you by the appearance of people or people try to intimidate you because the devil will use people to try to intimidate you. Um, you just remind him uh, that whoever trusts in the Lord will not be afraid because the fear of man, the, remember the fear of man causes a snare. It's going to hold you back. It's going to keep you from doing what God asks you to do. So the, one of the, the, the delay tactic here is that the devil will use the fear of man to try to delay you. You know what? And what happened here? They became hopeless because of the giants they saw and they was faithless. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. They became faithless. 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for. I like to ask people, what are you hoping for? Because without hope, you can't have faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things that does not seen. You can't. It doesn't take faith to believe in something that you can see, but it takes faith to believe in something you can't see. So, what are you hoping for? Hopeless people are faithless people. There's no condemnation. That's just something for you to focus on. Any area in your life that you're feeling hopeless is an area in your life where you're faithless. So, if you're feeling hopeless concerning your marriage, hopeless concerning your child, or they're never going to change, hopeless concerning your finances, hopeless, whatever you're feeling hopeless in, oh, I'm never going to get better, I'm never going to be healed. That's the area that you're faithless. There's no condemnation because the way we fix that, right, is remember Romans tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing. By the word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we just need to hear what the word is saying concerning our situation so we can have faith, so we can build our faith to believe what it is uh, that we're hopeless, feeling hopeless in. You feeling hopeless in marriage? Find you some scriptures concerning marriage. What does the word of God say? What is the counsel of God? Because the only truth really is the word of God. It It has to be our absolute truth. What is it that you're feeling? Oh, I'm never going to be able to change or I talk too much or I cuss too much. I eat too much. I mean, what what does the word of God have to say? What's the counsel of God? Ask God for wisdom to be able. He created us so he knows everything about us. He knows how we work. He knows if you need to change something in your diet, he can give you a word of knowledge. (laughs) He wants to work with us. God is not against us. God is for us. He wants us to know what he know. For the, before the foundations of the world, God knew you. So God knows some stuff about us that we don't even know about us. So it's about us knowing, Lord, show, teach me. I want to know what you know. Help me to know what it is you know about me. I want to know what it is you know about me. You see, um, he, he said, ask me for wisdom and I'll give it to you. So, um, so they would, the fear of man causes a snare. I'm trying to stick with this. The fear of man causes a snare. Proverbs 29, 25. Uh, those who trust in the, the fear of man causes a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord will be made safe. So the uh, Proverbs say those who put their trust in the Lord, he will not cause them to be ashamed. Why is this? Because uh, that's God's reputation, not ours. Um, the seventh type of delay, I believe that was, uh, I'm going to go back and round it up here. Four, uh, let me go back. I'm going to skip some. So they, uh, they, they, okay. Let me see. They was intimidated by people. Okay. But Caleb, okay. This is what I wanted to say about Caleb. Um, numbers, numbers, uh, one and 30. Let's go back. Let's go back. Numbers 13. I'm sorry. Numbers 13 and 30. Uh, here we have Caleb again. I want to talk about this a little bit more. It says, but Caleb, who had a different spirit, Caleb had a different spirit, but Caleb, he quieted the people before Moses said, let us go up at once and occupy it for we are well able to overcome it here. I wanted to say my point four was that the devil will use deaf ears to delay us. <laughs> the people could not hear Caleb. The, the people could not hear Caleb because of the doubt. So here the devil will use deaf ears. You know, when you haven't been trying to encourage someone that they used to bleed the word and you say, but they're going through this trial and it just, oh, you, you say, but remember, I want to remember the Lord said, um, you know, by his stripes, you're healed. Yeah, but, but, you know, yeah, but, but it's, you could tell, I don't know about you, but I've been talking to people and I could tell when the word is landing on deaf ears. You can actually, I mean, for me, it's like I can, in the spirit, can just hear it going, bing, 
bing, just bouncing off. It's just bouncing off. It's like a ball that hits the ground and bounce back up. That word is landing on deaf ears. They could not hear what Caleb said because their word was landing on deaf ears because they was looking at the fact that everyone else, they was believing the evil report because they, they, you had more people saying the evil report than you had saying the good report. So it was, they was just overtaken and overwhelmed because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You had more people, you had the, you had more people on, on the media. You had more people on social media saying, take the shot than you did not, not the shot. And the, oh, forgive me for saying that, but um, you had more people on social media saying, we can't, we can't, we can't do this. Then, then you had, then you, you had the media, you had all your friends, you had, you had everybody telling you that you can't, you had more people telling you that you can't. And you probably just had that one prayer partner or that one friend telling you that you can, but you were spending more time with the ones who were saying that you can't than you was with the one who was saying that you can. So that built your faith to believe that you couldn't because faith comes by hearing. Right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you want to have faith in the word of God, we have to hear the word of God. So it's so important um, that we listen to the word of God because God's word must be our absolute truth. So anytime someone is coming to tell you that you can't know that that's not God, know that there's no buts in God. We might we're going to have to ask God for wisdom to show us how. But it is nothing is impossible to those that believe. Right. So Caleb, he did. He had a, he had a different spirit because Caleb loved the Lord. Um, Caleb, he had faith to believe that we are well able to possess the land. So the devil will use deaf ears uh, to delay us. Um, we said that the devil will use the fear of man to delay us as a delay tactic. Um, the devil will use an evil report to delay us through, like I was just saying, through media, social media, through friends, the news media. Let's read this. Um, Numbers 13, 31. Let's go on and read this. It says, then the man who had gone up with him, the men who had gone up with him said, we're talking about the chief leaders, the men who had gone up into the land. We're talking about the chief leaders. We're talking about the leaders, the ones that was over the people here. Here they come. We are not able to go up against the people but they are stronger than we. Now you understand why it's so important that your chief leaders, that your leaders, your pastors, the place you go to eat is preaching faith. Because if you're sitting up under this, the anointing on them is going to come on you. That's why you have to pray about where you go. You can't just go anywhere. They believe their chief leaders more than they believe God because the chief leaders weren't speaking on behalf of God because God already told them, that he was going to give them the land. So they was already preaching another gospel. <laughs> they was preaching another gospel because what they were saying was contrary to what God was saying. God has already said by Jesus stripes were healed, but we were up here promoting something different. You see what I'm saying? They were preaching another gospel because they didn't have faith to believe that they was well able to possess the land. Is the devil preaching you to you another gospel? When the word is contrary to what God is saying, that's another gospel. Because that's not what God is saying. So here the devil was using an evil report to delay the people. He was using their chief leaders. He was using people that they trusted. He was using the prophet, the pastor, the preacher, the teacher, the evangelist, people that they trusted. 
to give an evil report. Then the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. They're preaching another gospel. So they brought to the people of Israel a bad report. One translation said evil report of the land that they had spied out, saying the land through which we have gone to spy it out, it's a land that devours it, its inhabitants. And all the people that we saw in it are great height. And there we saw the Nephilims, the son of Anak, who comes from the Nephilim, and we seem to... And we seem to ourselves like grasshoppers. And so we seem to them. Listen here. The devil will use you not knowing who you are in Christ as a delay tactic. Here they was not preaching faith. They was preaching contrary to the word. Are you listening to someone who's preaching contrary to what the words say? If you are, the devil is using that as a delay. <laughs> it's an evil report. When we don't believe the report of the Lord, we're believing in an evil report. Here, these people that they trusted, the chief leaders came and told them that we can't do this. We're not we're not able to possess the land because uh, they're they're the giants in the land. We're intimidated by what we see. We're intimidated by their statue. We're intimidated by their uh, reputation. Their church is bigger than our church or their ministry is bigger than our ministry or their group is bigger than our group. I don't know. Whatever it is. He said, but they're bigger. They're telling. They're preaching contrary. They're preaching another gospel because of the doubt and unbelief that's in their own heart. You got to make sure that when you're listening to someone that they're, they have faith in their heart, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Not faith in their circumstances, not faith in what they can see, but we have to have faith in what the word of God say. And we must believe it. We must have a spirit like Caleb. You need to sit up under someone like Caleb, who has a different spirit, someone who loves the Lord, our God, with all our heart and our mind. And, and then that doesn't matter. They have that bulldog faith. It doesn't matter what it looked like. The only thing that matters is what the word of God says. I'm telling you, I've been in some impossible look like situations, but I'll, I just continue to preach, to, to say to myself what God said. In spite of everything that I could see, I was saying, but God is for me. But God is for me and God is for this. God is for me and God is for this. God, is, But God is for me and because God is for me, nothing and no one could stand. I mean, no matter what they did, no matter what I could see with my natural eyes, I refuse to believe the evil report. I would just stand there and say, no, but God is for this. God is for marriage. So God is for me. God is for marriage. So God is for me. You know, what? what is it you believe in God for? If God is for it, use Romans 8. Um, I don't know. Is it 828? If God be for you, who can be against you? Um, God is for me. When God is for you, it doesn't matter how big the giants are. God was for them. They was his chosen people. He had already told them that he was going to give them the land. But you have to believe the word. We have to know the word. We have to read the word and believe the word and act on the word to receive the manifestation of the promise. So God, because God is for you, it doesn't matter how what your credit score is. <laughs> God is for you. It doesn't matter what it looked like. God is for you. It doesn't matter how many people are against you. God is for you. You are, you are the majority. It doesn't matter how many voices is telling you that you can't. God has already said that you can, and God is the majority. 
You have to shut out the outside chatter. Jesus, he had to walk through the crowd to get to the cross. And he had to shut all that outside chatter, all that talk, all that talk. Those people saying all those negative things while he had to, was dragging that cross. He had to carry his own cross. To the, he was carrying the thing that was going to crucify him, that was going to crucify his flesh. And we need to crucify our flesh daily. <laughs> but he had to shut out the outside chatter so he could focus on the race that was set before him. You have to, if you have to shut people out of your life who don't, you, it's so important that you have people, friends in your life that have faith for your vision. Because if you don't have people in your life who has faith for your vision, the devil can use them to delay your destiny. He can use your friends to delay your destiny. You don't need nobody around you telling you that you can't. I don't care who it is. Mama, brother, sister, brother. I don't care how long you've been friends. In order to transition to this next level in your life, some of them people you ain't going to be able to take with you. Caleb, he, he was alone. He was the only one saying that we can do it. Him and Moses and um, it was him, Moses, Aaron. They began, you know, they interceded for the people. So they brought to the people a bad, evil report. These leaders brought an evil report because they was preaching another gospel. They no longer have faith in what God has said, even though he had brought them through all these trials. And even though they had been walking with him for all these years and he had brought them out of Egypt, he had delivered them. He baptized them, took them through the water. He showed all these great signs and wonders in their life. And they would testify briefly. But they really wasn't believing it in their heart. They taught on it. They preached on it. But on the inside, they wasn't really believing it. Um, so, and it boiled down to it because when it was time to press in, when it was time to push in, when it was time to punch in, what in them began to come out of them. And they gave a re bad report about the land and they caused all these people to be discouraged because the people believed them more than they believed God. And what they were saying was not what God was saying. Make sure that when you're listening to people, I don't care if it's Facebook Live, your pastor, your leader, YouTube, whatever it is, make sure that they're saying what God is saying. Because if they're not saying what God is saying and you're listening to them, you're going to start believing that evil report. You're going to start believing what they're saying because faith comes by hearing. You want to make sure that they're saying what God is saying, because that's how faith in God comes. Faith in the word of God comes by hearing the word of God. So here, here, so they, uh, and they said uh, that they saw themselves. Another tactic that the devil used, a tactic of delay is when we don't know who we are in Christ. The, the, the devil can, he can delay us when we don't know who we are in Christ. They said that, uh, they said, we look like grasshoppers in their sight. And then they went on to say, and that's how they see us too. Lord Jesus. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So their self-perception, because they saw themselves like that. They thought like, well, they see us like grasshoppers too. You don't know what those people were thinking. But because you think that way about yourself, but because you think that you can't, you think everybody else sees you the way you see you. But the truth of the matter is God put people in your life and say, oh, man, you're very talented. Oh, man, you I mean, you're so good at that. Oh, you're so smart. And sometimes it's hard for you to receive it because you you can't see it. 
But the Spirit of the Lord is saying, receive it. Receive it. Receive what I'm saying. Because until we receive what he's saying, we can't walk in what he sees and what he's saying. Receive it in the name of Jesus. But they saw themselves as grasshoppers. That was a delayed tactic. Their perception, their self-perception is a delayed tactic. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. He saw, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. And they say they see us the same way. What's your self-perception? Do you see yourself the way? I'm not talking about self-esteem. I'm talking about God-esteem. Do you see yourself in Christ? As more than a conqueror, do you see yourself as the head and not the tail, above and not beneath? Your perception of yourself, according to what the Word of God say. I'm not talking about hype and all this kind of stuff. I'm talking about what the Word of God say. I'm not talking about believing in yourself because it's not self-confidence, it's God's confidence. He said we must decrease so he can increase. Do you see yourself? The way God sees you. You're more than a conqueror. You can do all things. You're the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. We're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ. We are a holy nation. A royal priesthood. Do you see yourself. As a king's kid. As God's in the earth. Do you see yourself as a king's kids? We are sons of God. Making us the small G-O-D. The Bible says. We are heirs and joint heirs. We are kings. We're ambassadors of Christ. We speak on his behalf. And kings decree. So when we say stuff, we need, we need to know what's happening. Right? This is who we are. We're not grasshoppers. It doesn't matter what you did. What you did is not who you are. You are who God says you are. Because if you cannot see yourself the way God sees you, you're not going to be able to believe that you can do what he asks you to do because you got to be able to see yourself the way he sees you in order to do what he asks you to do. Because when anything that God asks us to do, is going to take faith to believe. We got to have faith in God and his word. If God has confidence in us, we need to have the, we need to have God's confidence in us. Do you believe that you're well able to possess it? So don't let the devil use an identity tactic to delay you, to keep you from your destiny. And and then uh, I want to go to the next one. It says the devil will use our own doubt to delay us. Numbers 14 and 4, it says, Then all the congregation raised a loud cry, and the people wept that night. And all the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The whole congregation said to him, Would that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would that we had died in the wilderness? They begin to preach another gospel. Why is the Lord bringing us into the land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become a prey. They're preaching another gospel, all this doubt and unbelief. God never said anything that they're saying. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? Wow. Wow. They're saying it was easier there. It wasn't a good place. It, was, it wasn't a good place at all, but it was a familiar place. They're, they're backslidden and don't even know it. <laughs> because, see, they're still running with the crowd. They're still going through the motions. They're still doing their Sunday service to the saints. But really, on the inside, they're backslidden. Because they're not pressing in. They just, they want to, they want things to stay the same. You know, they don't like change. They don't like transition. 
because it's going to take faith. It takes faith to move from one place to another. God said, I want you to live. I want you to go from faith to faith, glory to glory, to move, movement, motion. If you're just stuck where you're at, you're not going to be able to move to where God is trying to put you to the place that he's trying to, he has prepared for you already. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh he leadeth me beside the still water. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. But if we want to allow the Lord to shepherd us, you have to follow the shepherd to be led by the shepherd. For those who are the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. But you have to trust God to follow God. So here they're preaching another gospel because now they've gotten into doubt. And now they're talking about the, how the Lord brought them into the land to fall by the sword, how their wives and their children will become prey. Would it not have been better for us to go back to Egypt, to go back to bondage, to go back to to go back to to, to, to James, I mean to, to Jimmy or to Joe who used to beat who used to beat you up all the time? At least we, we knew what was gonna happen. At least we had a meal. I mean it wasn't a good meal. At least we had a place to stay, it wasn't a good place. Uh uh, at least uh, we had a job. I mean, we didn't get paid for it. And we was getting beat every day. But they was wanting to go back to Egypt, back to bondage, back to the drugs, back to the alcohol, back to that place that was holding them captive, back to the devil's den because Egypt represents bondage. Okay, and we're going to Fort Numbers 14 and 4. And they said to one another, they began to, they began this is what they said to each other. They began to preach that 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 uh, preach a new gospel to each other. They were saying this stuff to each other. They was mumbling, grumbling, complaining, saying things that God didn't say. Why did the Lord bring us out here to die by the sword? That's not what He said. He said He brought them out there to lead them into the land of uh, uh, um, Canaan, the land that was flowing with milk and honey. The plans that God had for them was good and not evil, to bless them, not to curse them, to bring them into great success. But the devil has, because of that doubt, he's got them thinking, because they don't have faith anymore. They don't believe anything. All they believe is what they see. And now there's complaining and speaking contrary to what, to God. They begin to preach another gospel based upon their fear factors. They begin to speak contrary to what God said he had promised them. God had promised them the land. They say he led them to a place to die. He promised them a land flowing with milk and honey. He promised them life and life abundantly. But they said that God led them to a place to die. God brought them. Uh, he brought the people to live abundant life, not to die. They was preaching another gospel. They, like a dog, they wanted to return to their own vomit because they go on and say, let's choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Like a dog that returns to his own vomit. They said, let's pick us another leader. We don't even want that leader no more. We don't even want Moses. We don't want the man that God chose. We gonna we have itching ears and now we need to go out and find us a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, somebody that's going to tell us what we want to hear because... We don't want to hear what you're saying because we have deaf ears. We don't want to hear what you're saying. We know that what you're saying. We know that by Jesus stripes, you're he we're healed. But, but, but we, we don't want to just believe that. We want to believe this too. We don't want to believe that healing is the children bread. We don't want to believe that the blood of Jesus protects us. Yeah, we believe that, but we believe this too. No, we cannot mingle the seed.
God says what he mean and he mean what he said. So they had they have faith in their fear and they wanted to go back to the place of bondage, to the familiar place, back to how things used to be like a dog returning to his own vomit. They wanted to find a leader, a pastor to tell them what they wanted to hear because the doubts caused them to have itching ears and caused them to have death ears. They couldn't receive the word of God because the truth was no longer in them because they had deaf ears and they could no longer hear what was true. They wanted another word because they did not believe God's word. They wanted another word. Don't come talking to me about healing. I'm sick right now. Yeah, I know I was saying that last year. That's because I wasn't sick. But now that I'm sick, I don't want to hear that. You don't understand. You don't understand my pain. Don't go trying to. I don't. I ref, You know, who was it? The, the Bible said they refused to be comforted. When Moses died, the Lord had to say, um, Aaron, uh, Moses is dead. How long are you going to mourn? They wanted another word. They didn't want to hear the word. Uh, 10, it says the devil will use deaf ears to delay us so we can't hear when God is speaking to us. Then Moses, uh, uh, we are on Numbers 14 and 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the people of Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of, uh, I can't say that name, who was among those who had spied out the land. They tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, the land which we passed through to spy, to spy it out is an exceedingly, it's a good land. It's a good land. It's a good land. They saw that it was. They saw the big grapes and the milk and the honey. They, now they're they coming back here. The Lord's got them speaking faith again. They, he's saying it's a good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us. It's a land that's flowing with milk and honey. It's not an evil place. God wasn't trying to bring us into the wilderness so we could die by the sword. All this stuff, this foolishness that you're talking, that's not true. They said, this is a good land. This is a land that's flowing with milk and honey. And and if God delights in us, he's going to bring us into it because he's already told us this is his promise to us. And God's word cannot return void. He has to do what he says. So the devil delay, you know, because they had deaf ears, they could not hear the good report. We're going to go down to nine, numbers 14 and nine. And then after after Moses and Aaron begin to tell them this. Then they go on in verse nine to say, only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. We can eat them. We got the greater one with us. Okay, their protection has been removed from them and the Lord is with us. In other words, God is going to fight for us. God is for us. He's going to fight on our behalf. It says, do not fear them. They're saying, do not fear them. Then all the congregation said to said to stone them with stones. Lord Jesus, how many of you are being stoned today because of something that you believe? They were being stoned. They, now, this is what you was meant by suffering for righteousness sake. Here they they're saying they're agreeing with God. They're saying what God is saying. They said, look, God is with us. They're bread to us. They're nothing to us. We say it all the time. Greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. God before me, who can be against me? Right. They don't forget the same people that God used to lead them out of Egypt. Now they're ready to stone the messenger. The same people that you used to fellowship with and used to break bread with and used to talk about how good God was. Now they're ready to stone you for your faith. 
That's what meant by suffering for righteousness sake. And they don't want to come up out of where they are. Yes, but however, there is no buts in God. There is no buts in God. God's word mean what it say and it say what it mean. There's no buts in God. He already, he said, I'm bringing you out. What is your, what is the devil's delay? What, what delay is the devil using you to keep you from possessing your promised land? What lie has the devil told you to make you believe that the word of God is not true? Here, my last delay is 11. The devil delays us through our own rebellion and our own evil heart of unbelief. Because this keeps us from pressing in our own rebellion. He said, do not rebel. He said, do not fear. You know, you need, we need to believe. We have to believe that we receive. We have to believe that the work has already been finished. We have to believe that God is for us. We have to believe that God is not just with us, but God is in us as born again believers. We have to be believers in order to possess anything that God has told us to possess. It takes faith in God to, uh, to be able to receive the promises of God. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. And verse 11, and the Lord said to Moses, how long will this people despise me? And an evil heart of unbelief, that's what it does. It despises and it hates the truth. That's why they wanted to turn and stone the people. And the reason they cannot receive the truth is because the truth is no longer in them. And people that hate the truth will stone you for telling the truth. But irregardless of what you can see, irregardless of what everyone is saying, at the end of the day, the word of God let God's word be true and let everything and everybody else be a liar. Do not, don't, do not confuse the facts with the truth. The fact was there was giants in the land. That was a fact, but that wasn't the truth. Just because the giants was in the land, it did not change God's promises. Just because the corona was in the land, it did not change the fact that by Jesus Christ, we were still healed. It did not change the fact that the blood of Jesus still protects us. It didn't change anything. You changed. God didn't change and started preaching another gospel. Lord, we repent. Lord, forgive us. But Father, today we come before you today, this day, asking us to show us every demonic delay, every demonic delay that the devil has placed in our path to try to keep us from pressing into the promise. I'm going to see if I can summarize it before I run out of time. The devil delay tactics. The devil used leaders to delay us. The devil used fear to try to delay us. The devil used doubt and uh, he used people, the fear of people, uh, doubt and fear to intimidate us. Uh, the fear of man. The devil used media and our friends, our crowds, the naysayers to delay us, trying to place doubt in us. The devil used the fear of man again. Um, to delay us. I got that twice. The devil would use an evil report to delay us through medias, the news media, social media, uh, text messaging, friends. The devil will use our own doubt to delay us. The devil will use deaf ears because see, once your heart get hard, you can no longer hear. That's why he tells hard, not your heart. That's going towards a reprobate mind. Rebellion is equal to the sin of witchcraft. The devil will use deaf ears to delay us as a delay tactic to keep us from hearing what the spirit of the Lord is saying.
Father, reveal to us every delay, every tactic, every de demonic delay, every hindering spirit that has been placed in us to cause us to be uh, speak contrary to you, to cause us to think contrary to you. And Father, give us wisdom to do. And we repent, Father God, for for uh, giving in to any of these demonic delays. But now that we know, Father, we ask for you for your wisdom to know how to overcome these demonic delays. We will believe you. We will trust you. We will have faith in you. For we know that your word is true and it cannot return void. I'm ending it here. In Jesus' name.